Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Serving While Being Served. I am your host, I'm with the most, Nurse Monroe, and I am so blessed and honored that you are joining me for another episode. All of our episodes here join drop um on Wednesdays we have Wednesdays drop so I'm excited that you're here joining me on another Wednesday or whatever day or time that you're joining me to catch this episode um if you do not know and if you are not a part of please join it is getting real spicy over there <laughs> my social media family I am the creator and host of Housewife Sundays on YouTube my vlog and I am also the owner of a nurse memoir Monroe underscore I'm just so tongue-tied right now. Nurse underscore Monroe um, on Instagram. And I'm just grateful to be here. I'm really excited for this word that we're getting ready to get into. That's probably why I'm so tongue-tied. And I'm also humbly excited that we are on episode 11 of season three. Yes, we are on episode 11 and I still have do not know when I'm going to close this season out whenever God brings it to me to close it out. But right now we are still in season three and this has been a very fruitful um, and a very humbling and just like awesome season. And I've learned so much and just strengths in me that I did not know that I even had and I'm just grateful for it. So this topic that we're covering um, it's kind of um, me covering it from some some things and some items. I do do lives um, on my Instagram and I have and will be starting my mentorship program. So this is just one that's really important and um, it's something that I had to get into. And it is, we are covering what is a mistake to you will be a testimony that someone else needs to hear. What is a mistake to you? is a testimony to someone else. Um, I think that the whole um, aura and the whole situation of perfection and just, you know, trying to be perfect and absorbing this perfective energy is very, very weird. And I'm just very disheartened that we have gotten to a point, and a lot of it, like I said, has to do with social media, that we just want to absorb that we're so perfect and nothing is going on negative in our lives. And, you know, we don't make mistakes and, you know, things just happen the way they happen and I'm perfect and there's no mistakes. And this is very, very, very frowned upon um, in, in the spiritual realm and with God. And he is he's the only perfect one. And he never he knew. And that was the whole objective of him coming back, him rising and, ri and being risen, um, because he knew that we were not a perfect species and that, you know, he we were going to need him. So it, it really throws me off um, how when I and being transparent or just speaking about, you know, issues that we have in our community, particularly with our women folk, with the women folk, um, how everyone goes into this shell of perfection or the self-esteem or I don't know what it is, but but they but they want to not acknowledge it. They want to kind of frown at me when I acknowledge things. And I'm here to say that that everyone makes mistakes. I know that you've heard this before, but you really need to understand that you have to live in your truth. You have to embrace 
the mistakes that you made? Do you understand that when you are in a, in a state of denial, you are in a state of stagnancy? That means you are stagnant and you are not moving. That means you are not growing. That means you are not becoming better. That means you are not driving, not driving, not living a purpose given and driven life. That means that you just are living. You're just being, and it's a very unhappy place and it will cause you to possibly fall into a form of depression and in anger and you'll just deal with so many negative emotions because you are in a form of stagnancy when you are in denial when you have not accepted that you made mistakes and you have not grown for them when you have not repented when you have not asked for forgiveness from them when you don't talk about them when you kind of like sweep them under the rug you are doing yourself a disservice and you are doing someone else in a disservice that's around you that God has purposely put this on your heart for you to share with do you understand he brings us through things so we can tell so many how we've been brought out. Do you remember in church, and I spoke of this before, how you will get up in the older church homes and we will say, do you have a testimony? And she will, and Sister Mary James will stand up and she will tell you her testimony. Do you understand hearing these testimonies, hearing you make it do these things is, is bringing someone else closer to God. And it's also doing some corrective action in our community that we need. We need to start acknowledging that we are making mistakes and that we're making very poor public mistakes and that they are hindering us from growing as a culture and just growing as a particular person just with just being better within you you have to know that everything is going to be all right when you accept that some things went wrong you're not gonna be less than a person I have so much respect for people who are transparent. I have respect for people who tell me honestly to my face, I made that mistake and I just don't want you to go down that road before. I, I just, I just, I have so much heart. It's just so much compassion, so much grace in that when you sit there and you tell someone, you know, this is what I did and I just don't want you to do that again. I say this because, you know, I have been um, very verbal um, speaking about with just my housewife brand with, um, you know, just how our community is heading with, um, you know, the negativity that is around marriage, um, how accepting it is to have children out of wedlock, um, how this is causing and creating very broken families. These is these, these children are working are, are growing up with so many traumas and walking through so much to get to where they're at. And we want to start producing children, um, little baby humans that grow to healthy humans. And we don't want them to have to fight through, you know, unnecessary trauma. And a lot of us don't understand how the world is changing. And soon come the resources that the little resources that we do have in mental health to help us. I, I don't think that they're going to be so available. And, and even in our community now, it's a stigma uh, around going to therapy, around sitting down and talking to somebody and healing your childhood trauma. We just really in the last five, 10 years started talking about childhood trauma. For a long time, it was being sweeped under the rug. And, and I'm always a firm believer in, you know, you know, fool me right, fool me once, shame on, you know, on me, you know, on, on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And you need to be more preventative um, and we can be more preventative. And I think that a lot of what we're doing as women, we are not taking control of ourselves and of our bodies and, and really honoring motherhood and realizing truly that it is a lifetime commitment and that if you don't do it correctly, you can harm a whole nother person and, and, and cause them to have a very traumatic and, un, and unhappy life. And I just, I, I've, I've been very verbal about this and I've been verbal about, you know, some issues and some things that I've dealt with with child births and some of, you know, some bad decisions I made. And, and I 
share this because I don't want people to have to be put in the same situations to repent for the things, you know, that I've done. I'm trying to prevent you from going down the wrong road. And I, I feel like so many other people could be helping so many go down the right, right right road and not the wrong road if they would just be a little bit more transparent. And the transparency comes from accepting that you actually yourself made a mistake. And, I, and especially with, you know, with the, with the baby mama era, a lot of y'all are not accepting, you know, that it could have been prevented. And, and a child is a blessing. And, and don't get me wrong, it, it's a beautiful thing. But a lot of times, you know, children are brought into environments where it wasn't a safe environment and where neither party was mentally you know, able and stable and ready. And, and I'm a firm believer in trying to be as prepared for parenthood as you possibly can, because I have noticed that children who have prepared parents turn out so much more better and healthier. And, and it's really hard that in our community, it, we're not, we're not able, and we're not taught about preparation and preparing, you know, everyone's just jumping into things feet first and nobody's really realizing the outcomes and the negative outcomes and how that's keeping us set behind in our culture. So set behind. So I just want people to understand that we all make mistakes, but in order for us to get better, in order for us to, to be greater in God, we have to be more verbal and we have to accept those things and don't be afraid to share those mistakes that you made with anybody else. You know, don't, don't look at it as, you know, this is something, this is a stigma on me. Look at it as I don't want anybody else to feel the pain and the sorrow and the discomfort and the struggles that I'm feeling right now, if I, if I can prevent it. And it, and it's, and it's an individual basis and it can be as, as close as your platform doesn't have to be large. It can be as close as, you know, a neighbor or a friend or a family member or a little sister or a little cousin, but be verbal about it and accept it. And, and you know, what really throws me off is that I even feel like, um, as parents, even back in the day, I don't feel like our parents was as verbal with their mistakes and their trials and tribulations as they could be. Um, and I feel like a lot of us may have grown up thinking things were a lot more sweeter than, than they were. I know particularly me and, you know, I feel that when I raise my children and, and the, the generations coming that are coming after and now after mine's and, and coming out now that I want them to be aware of the decisions that we've made that have been negative and when the time is right and when the maturity level is right. And I want them to understand that they can go a completely different route. And, and I feel like so much growth and so much positivity will come from that. And it's like, we have to start accepting just that we are doing things incorrectly and we have done in things incorrectly. Everybody has made mistakes and it just blows me how, it's, it, you know, what? I respect the women who come to me and they say, you know what? I made a mistake. You know, I do have a child, um, out of wedlock. I, you know, I, I really didn't see any us getting any marriage. I'm grateful my child is here, but, but guess what? They ain't going to catch me up again. You know, they, they, they're very adamant on it. And, and they say, I, they, I, it won't happen to me again. And I have faithfulness in God that he's going to bring me a husband and, and that we're, I'm going to have possibly more children and that this is not the end for me. And I think that, that women feel like when they make these poor decisions and just in life in general, that is the end for them. And somehow they don't feel like it's necessary to share. I feel like they think that people see what it is, is that we're not we're not talking. I always say this about communication. Communication is lacking in so many areas. So we're not talking to each other. And that's an issue. 
That's really an issue. And I wanted to get to a place to where, you know, there are more outlets. There are more mental health outlets. There is more communication going on in the church homes. There are people having their own individual Bible studies and mentorship programs. And people are having more outlets and people are being more transparent and saying, this is incorrect. Let's try it this way. Let's help this person. And I just, I just feel like if that was happening a lot more, a lot more of the issues that we are dealing with right now would kind of be they wouldn't even be so heavy you know and 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 we're dealing with a lot we really truly are dealing with a lot we're dealing with a whole generation um that is that is stirring away from commitments trusting friendships marriage do you understand that things like this are becoming extinct in our community having best friends because no one trusts anybody you know everybody is trying to step on somebody to get to somewhere you know us not having two parent homes everybody feels like well hey i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do when i'm gonna do it and i don't really want to make no commitment and what's the real rationale of me getting married everything is so backwards and really truly the root of that is because we're stepping so far away from god and we're stepping so far away from understanding that he is truly the only one of perfection and that he is going to put us through things in order for us to share with others and show his goodness and show his favor and show his mercy so it all is a cycle and it is a cycle that is completely broken um because no one is accepting um their flaws and everyone is so quick to judge someone when they are being transparent about their flaws and that is another thing that's pushing everybody away from the whole testimony and sharing and just being a part you know, of the, of the greater purpose. Everyone is so negative to someone when they do share someone, you know, every, this is the cancel culture is what they call it. So the moment that a mistake is made, you're automatically put in this box and you're automatically sent away and I'm done with you and I'm not dealing with you anymore. But what we fail to realize is that we can all in our be be in that person's shoes. We can all make those type of mistakes. Nobody is greater than the next, you know, nobody is greater than the next. And we've all made some really poor mistakes in life. We've all seen, we've all had to repent. So nobody is, is just living this perfect, perfectable life. So that's why I've always been big on never judging anybody. It's never judgment. It may come off hard, harsh because I'm very, I'm very strong on the way I feel, but it's never judgment because I always let you know I've been there before or I've been to, I'm, it's relatable or I even may have did something worse than you. That's the thing. It may even be a situation that I may be, I may have really lost my mind in. But I see the road that you're heading in and as a a woman in God and, and just as a strong woman, I should be able to vocally share my testimony, not be judged and be able to help someone else from making the wrong mistake. You know, you should be able to accept what you did wrong, grow from it, not remain stagnant in that issue. And when the time is right and you feel comfortable, because it may not be today, tomorrow, or the next day, you want to share what you've been through, but it will be a time, it will be a point where you will see somebody going down the same road you're going down or making the same mistake you're making, and that's when you can step in. And you will be surprised. There's been so many times I've shared things I've been through, and women uh, tell me, I, I didn't even know you uh, you went through that, but nobody has even told me that the, that, that the possibility of that can happen, or I didn't even think about it in that way, or I'm just so grateful that somebody even is here that can give me some type of advice. No one is talking anymore. No one is, is everybody, and I told you, social media had everybody wanting to keep just, just keep the perfection going, keep you only seeing the wins, not the losses. Um, 
They want you to think they ain't never did nothing wrong. They never thought about doing nothing wrong. And if you think and they thought about doing something wrong, you need to get from over here. And it's very unrealistic. And and, and it's called and it's causing us to live in this very unrealistic world. And think about it. Everybody is just walking around thinking they so perfect and nobody is thinking that they need God because that's really what's happening. Once you get to this level of perfection, you no longer feel like you need to be having ongoing conversations or ongoing relationship with God. Do you understand that? Once you think you got everything handled, that means that you are less likely to sit down and have a conversation with God and ask him, is this the, is this the direction I need to go in? Or can you send me a sign? Or should I be in this place? Or is this a purpose driven or a part of my life? Nobody's doing that anymore because all you're thinking is I'm seeing everybody on social media. They all perfect. Ain't nobody talking about nothing. So shoot, I'm good. I can go ahead and do this. And then when things fall, to, it fall to pieces and are in shambles. And now you are trying to go to God and ask him and he's never going to turn his back on you. But now you have this anger, okay, towards everybody and you feel like I ain't going to tell nobody nothing because ain't nobody told me nothing. And that's really what's happening. Everybody feels like nobody warned me. Nobody, you know, people who are around me seeing me getting ready to cause this destruction and nobody stepped in and said anything to me. And this is causing hardened adults to walk around and feel like they don't, well, it ain't my business. I don't need to say nothing. The ain't my business thing is kind of going a little too far because it takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village to raise a mom. It takes a village to raise a, a, a father, a husband. It, it's, it's a team effort. You know, we need to be supporting each other more. It's a difference in supporting being nosy. See, a lot of y'all are nosy, though. A lot of y'all are like I will tell you, you're nosy. You're purely nosy. You just want to be in people's business, but in a more negative aspect because you want to pull some foolishness out so you could twist it around and kind of give this false narrative that because see y'all don't like it when people when you feel like people are perfect. That's that's another thing that we need to talk about. When you feel like somebody is 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 honoring and 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 living in this perfection world and really truly what it is, and I've said this before, they're not being perfect. It's just that they God is perfect. So they know that no matter what they go through, they push through it and they push through it happily, happily with gratitude. And see, that's that's the difference between being a God-fearing person and a non-God-fearing person. When mistakes and things happen, you grow from them and you move forward. But that don't mean I need to be sad and depressed while I'm growing and going through them. You know, I can have my little moment where I cry, where I cry a little bit, but the next day I'm right up and I'm going to keep it moving. And that bothers people. You know, when you're not a God-fearing person, you feel like this person is trying to portray a life that's unreal. But see, in, when, you, when you believe in God, it really is real. It really is like that. You really are in a place of gratitude even when you have a mistake. Even when something gets taken away from you, you're happy. Because you know that it's a lesson and a blessing in it and you know that you are going to keep going up and you know that God is working in the background and working on your favor. And you also know that possibly it wasn't meant for you to be there anyway. So that doesn't mean that you're going to be sick and sad and, and going through it and cussing people out and blocking people and doing all this other foolishness. Uh-uh. You take that loss, you pull what you need to pull from it and you keep it going. And then if you encounter anybody down else down the road, you let them know, hey, you know, I kind of was getting ready to do some foolishness like that. Uh, don't do that. Try not to do that. It ain't going to work out in your favor. And uh, rethink that. Go to God on that. It's been so many times people come to me and they and they inbox me about things. And, um, you know, I, the first thing I let them know is, first of all, you need to pray about that. First of all, you need to go to God. First, you need to ask God. Because, see, I'm not, that's not what my job is. My job is not to give you, and see, that's the thing that we're, we're idolizing. We have lost our critical thinking and our thinking outside the box and our faith so much 
Um, that's why the government around here running rampant and carry on and doing whatever. We are looking for direction from the wrong people. We always are looking from direction from, from the flesh, from other humans, instead of looking from direction from God. And that's really what you should be doing. You know, whenever you have a critical situation, you need to be going to God about it. You know, any situation, but especially a critical, he should be your first go-to. And if you don't feel like you're getting your answer right then, you have to have some patience and kind of wait a minute and kind of listen. And then I'm sure he'll give you an answer in some shape or form. But you should never be looking for, you know, for answers from all these other resources and then kind of make God third or fourth. Like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead or just go ahead and do it and then expect God to come in and save you. You know, every time you make these mistakes and that you don't and you're not going to have any problems, you know, and you're not going to go through anything. And that's not how it's going to go. You're going to go through some things, especially when you go ahead of God. You're going to have those problems. But that's the that's the beauty in it is knowing and learning. Hey, I went ahead of God. It didn't work out. So if I ever do encounter anybody and I do feel a need and a time for me to put my testimony in, or if God has given me a platform to where that is my job to share my testimonies, I will honor that. And I will not feel like I'm less than, and I will be okay with the fact that I made a mistake and I grew from it. Cause that's what it's all about. You're going to have to make these mistakes and you're going to have to grow your way through them. But you sitting there and sitting in denial and being, and being stagnant, is not going to get you anywhere. And, you know, the thing that blows me is that and I and I say this all the time is would you want your children to go through what you went through? Wouldn't you want wouldn't you want to protect your children from going through any any mother, any father, you know, of, of sound mind and heart do not want their children to go through what they went through? You know, they are going to always, you know, to a certain extent, protect them and, and verbally tell them this is not the direction to go. You know, because I went down this direction and it's causing me some turmoil. Some of us don't understand that we are not, we're not breaking generational curses. We're truly carrying them on. And the reason we're carrying them on is because we are in this place of denial that they even existed. See, that's the issue. When you are in denial and you don't even think that there were any problems that went about, it's, it's, it's no way for you to grow out of them. And it's no way for you to even break your family from these generational curses and help you guys achieve and be better. You just sweeping stuff under the rug, you know? And, and that's what I've, I've noticed. I noticed, especially with, you know, the women, um, the single, the single moms who, you know, and, it, and it's not being, and I said this before, it's not being single, being a single mom, you could be, be in a single mom boat from a wet, from, from losing your husband, from a divorce, whatever it is. I am speaking on the, the controllable single moms, because there are control, controllable ones. You know, if you are in a relationship and there does not hang heading in the direction of marriage and you barely know this person, you have no business having any type of children and unprotected sex with them. That's bottom line. You know, from the get go. What's going to happen? You know a problem when you see it. And, it's, and it blows me because I know and I have been in the same boat where I have encountered a man. And I'm like, it is no way in God's green earth that I'm about to have his kids. Like this ain't our, this, he, he ain't it right now. He not giving it it right now. And even though you stay in a relationship for whatever reason it may be, hey, you like him, your sex is good, whatever it may be, you still know deep down inside what a man is capable of. Just like a man knows what a woman is capable of. Just like when he encounters and meets you, he knows if he's going to make you his wife. So it's, it's bottom line when it comes to as a woman that we break this, this chain that we don't have the control over, you know, becoming mothers because we do and that we don't even have the control over, over this deciphering if this is a good candidate for a father and, and if he's a good one or if he's not. A lot of us know this. 
But what we're what are we in? We're in denial. So what does it lead to? Us being stagnant. Us us making uh, us making you know making ourselves have life harder. And really, I don't want you to live a hard life. That's the thing. Like life is all about trying to work smarter, not harder. And I know for a fact, verbatim, that things are going to be extremely more harder when it is when it is just you trying to manage and handle just a child and yourself. And then and then ninety percent of the uh, of the time when women have these you have the children and you know the man leaves, you're not even you don't even know who you are yourself. You still trying to figure yourself out. See, that's the thing. You still trying to grow and figure you out. Now you got a baby. So now you got to grow this child. And now you trying to do it all by yourself. So it's, 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 a, it's a lot that comes from that. And that's why I, I'm a strong advocate in that. Because I feel like no one is having this discussion. No one is talking about this. Like everybody is joking and cackling about it. But nobody is saying anything. And it, and it can be very much prevented. And it shouldn't be up a, a, a discussion you know if you know that you don't have any plans on marrying this person then this person should not we shouldn't even be in this boat we shouldn't even be talking about no kids we should be cackling and carrying on and having fun safely period point blank and that's what that's what your 20s are really all about your 20s are really your cackling and carrying on time that's when you're supposed to do the most cackling and carrying on get a couple trips get some bags you know advance your career you know figure out really what you uh, what you got going on just really do you do you that's when you're gonna have a lot of these these little testimonial moments happen too you're gonna kind of jam may jam yourself up a couple times but hey later on down the line you'll be able to tell some another woman and keep her from doing it maybe a sister a cousin or a friend but whatever it may be okay understand this that you have the sole control over what is gonna happen in your life and how it's it's gonna go and if it's gonna be a difficult life or if it's going to be an easy one, you have God involved, it's, it, it turns out it's very peaceful and it's easy. It gets real difficult when you start doing things on your own and, you, and, you're not, and, you, and you don't listen to yourself. You don't listen to that voice deep down, that intuition deep down inside that tells you that you're not ready. Or that you need to be, you know, doing a little bit better. Or you just need to slow down. Or you just need to be, stop being so sexually active. Or you need to kind of start to grow and do better. We got to start listening to that because that is really our safety net that keeps you from even have having to have you know the lesson or have you know the problem or the mistake if we were listening to ourselves and we were respecting ourselves a lot more um and that's really what it comes bottom line down to is that you need to make sure that you have a set plan on what you want out of life and what God, what you know, what, what God wants from you to have out of life and that you don't veer away from that, you know, and that you understand that it's going to take some losses and some removing of some folks and some saying no and some not being some certain places in order for you to get there. And that's okay. That's honestly okay. But if down the road you do make these mistakes, it is your job to accept it, okay, to grow from it, to pray through it. And if need be, and it come a time that you need to share what you've been through, you should share with strength and 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 with and and with a sound heart and with a smile on your face because you have to remember that God brought you through it. He brought you through it, and even though it may still be a little difficult, and you still may be trying to grow from it or move through it or push through it, He's still bringing you through it. 
And that's bottom line. That's the best part of the testimony is that you get to tell them he brought me through it. I'm here. I'm still moving. I'm still doing what I need to do. I'm still taking care of my children. I'm still managing. You know, I got a new relationship. He brought me somebody positive. He brought me somebody that respects me and my kids. You know, I got a new job. You know, I'm healthy. I'm sober. Whatever it may be, you get to you get to share the outlook, the positivity, where you're currently at now or where you know you're going to be. You can even share a testimony when you are in the middle, when you still don't really know what's going on. That's what my whole brand is about, serving while being served. While God is serving you, you can still serve somebody else. You can still speak about what you're going through while you're going through it. Because that right there can mold and push somebody straight to God so they can go through help, go through what they're going through. Because that's really, truly what it's all about. But we have to be better and we have to start accepting um, that we are, you know, we, we and we have and we will be. We will, we will make some mistakes. We will never be perfect. You know, things will never be perfect. But you have to make it your business that you're going to learn from that and that you're going to refuse to go backwards. And do it again. Because a lot of y'all do it again. And then once you don't did it like two, three times, now you're very angry. You're very bitter because you're like, you don't got yourself jammed all up in all type of foolishness. And you're like, dang, nobody was around to tell me nothing or nobody was to help me. No. No, because the first time you, it is, you, you're supposed to learn from it. It's supposed to. And, you know, it's crazy because, like, when I went through, like, certain things I've been through, I swear to God, like, I always say, like, when I share, like, I mean, it threw me off so bad. Like, I was like, I ain't never doing that again. I mean, I have, I, I've gotten, you know, drunk before, made some mistakes, and literally never even touched that liquor, that brand. I said, I'm not having no parts of that <laughs> because last time I had that, it, it threw me, I, it's, it's, the, it's just a fear of you making that mistake again. And the humbleness and understanding that God brought you through and how much worse it could have been. See, that's another thing, too. Y'all don't never think about. And that's that's that'll really bring you to God. That'll really bring bring you to your knees in prayer. When you think about how worse a situation could have played out, how much more forward or wrong it could have been if God didn't step in, you know, or you have actually had somebody that, that, that's, that shared their testimony and stopped you in the middle, told you what they've been through. Or you witness someone around you that's going through it and you stop yourself. It's all a beautiful cycle. And, um, you know, it, it, it's getting it's getting hard stopped in certain areas because, you know, we are starting to really think that, you know, we are not like like we other people aren't going through what we're going through. And then the people that are going through it are so afraid to share because they are going to be, you know, bullied and talked about and ridiculed and jokes are going to be made up. And then we got people making the same mistakes over and they got people close to them that don't make the mistake, but they don't want to share the mistake. It's just a lot of miscommunication um, and a lot of ungodliness and, and, and not and a lot, uh, not a lot of loving each other the way we should be and just and just truly. Um, realizing that we all are trying to make it and we're all trying to get through something and grow through something and constantly are getting through it and growing through it. Nobody is, is, is greater than X and nobody is not dealing with something, but it is your God given, um, um, right. And, 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 and it's something that I hope that as you get stronger in your faith and that you, 
understand that these are small testimonies and that you can help so many or you can even just help and, and so many even if you just help one person do you understand if your 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 trauma just helps one person from making a bad decision that you have done more than so than so many will ever do just you sharing that story just you taking the time out and and stopping someone and letting them know hey i went down that or i did that before and even if that person doesn't listen to you or isn't receptive to what you've done you still have done so much than so much more than so many people would do and and then you can actually rest assured that when this person may crash and burn after you don't told them hey well at least i did my part you know at least i shared what i went through i know i went through the same thing and i shared it i tried i made my attempt but now i can hand it to god and pray about it and that's another great feeling to have when you don't have the shame of not stopping or helping somebody when you've seen them going in the wrong direction when you didn't share that testimony or or, or give them just that little prayer or that little push and then something god forbid happens and you and you had an opportunity to do it so understand this that you can do so much by doing so little and so little could be just you just taking the time out to communicate something or even you just starting to work on yourself internally with healing from what you've been through so when the time does come you will be more than ready to share that testimony and not feel less than or scared or discouraged or have anxiety about it but feel comfortable in knowing that God brought you through it because he did and he's always going to bring you through every single thing. Totally. All right. Woo! My woo was kind of, it was kind of woo, 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 woo. My throat a little dry. I'm sorry, but that was a good word. That was a good word, wasn't it? That was, that was a really good word. I'm really excited about that because I'm telling you the now is stagnancy and it will keep you stagnant and we don't want to be stagnant. We are all about growing, growing, growing and getting bigger and learning and just embracing everything that's going on and just pulling in all the positivity as much as we can. And my prayer for you is that you understand that whatever you've been through is going to help um, someone later on uh, and prevent them from going through the same or help them make it through. And that's a beautiful feeling when you can help your your brother, or your sister, you know, in Christ and in love and in light, you know, uh, prevent them from going through something negative. And I just want for you and for everyone to understand that we can stop so many things that are going astray and wrong in our culture. And we can stop these broken homes and we can stop, you know, you know, these children growing up and having a deal because they already got to deal with enough. Do you understand that the world already got enough going on? So let's just try to control the controllables and, and try to give them a much positive outlook outlook on love and life, you know, because that's what it's all about. And um, just a couple of things. If you, like I said before, if you are not following um me on instagram and joining my instagram family it is nurse underscore monroe the mentorship program the dates will be up um and the link is based off of off of my podcast link and um it is the serving um mentorship program and we are just going to get that started and it will the bookings will be open there will be dates available times available where you can book um and we can do facetime or we can do a whole phone call whichever works for you um but i am so grateful and so humbled that you are here and you've joined me for the 11th episode of season three and i look forward to seeing you all next wednesday and have a blessed and wonderful day night evening morning weekend and i love you and bye